Hey everyone, and welcome to Hot Messy Podcast. We're your hosts, Jason Barrett and Adam Newell. Oh my gosh, guys, we can officially say happy holidays. Happy it's holidays. Week. It's Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Week. Guys, I love Thanksgiving because it's not only about like the family time, the shopping, the memories of it all. Liar. But- Adam doesn't like any Thanksgiving food. <laughs> I know this is not your favorite. Holiday. I never said the food. I never said the food. I just said the family time, the memories, and the shopping of it all. Yes, no, 100%. All right, guys. Well, we're jumping straight into our episode today because today we have DJ Richie Sky with us, who is, of course, a big YouTube content creator, but you see him all over the place. MSNBC, the own network, talking about housewives and entertainment. He is really an entertainment connoisseur. We're going to jump in and talk to him about the Real Housewives of Potomac, which is so hot right now, and so many other topics. So let's go ahead and jump in with DJ Richie Sky. Okay, everyone, we are welcoming to the show today, DJ Richie Sky. I mean, pretty much DJ Richie Sky. I, I, I always call you know what's so funny? Sorry, I just ruined my own intro here. But I call you DJ Richie Sky no matter what. Like yes. even when I'm like writing an email, I'm like DJ Richie Sky. Hey, DJ Richie He's Sky. He's like a doctor. I met you in person. I was I like, wish. yeah. And I was like, hey, DJ Richie Sky. And you're like, it's just Richie. Like, it's, it's. <laughs> but, do you know how many people do that, though? Like, I get a lot of people that do that. Oh, I bet. It's so weird. I think it's, I think it's the DJ that throws the people, that throws people off because I can't change it on Instagram. So it's like, I'm just stuck with DJ forever. No, you, you are. You are now DJ Richie Sky. You will always be DJ <laughs> Richie Sky. <laughs> you know, to be fair, I get people, especially when we were doing our live shows, which, we can edit any of this out as we go, but I do have a few questions for like where you're going. Okay. But um, even in the live shows, I would have people walk up and be like, up and Adam. And I'm like, no, it's, it's just Adam, you know, but I also found out today that there's a new merch line coming out and I was, <laughs> I was so excited about it because it's called up and asshole. I mean, Adam, LOL. And I was like, Oh, Okay. <laughs> I think we should beat we should beat that with the merch store and put that up like tomorrow on our store. I think we like, should just put up our own up an asshole. I mean Adam merch. Yes. I just mean, in like, time for the holidays. Listen, I'm a person. I'm not perfect. I'm not cotton candy by any means. I'm just probably way too vulnerable on here. And that's where it leads us into the conversation with you, Richie, because you have a new husband. This is still fairly new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You have a new husband. You have an incredibly successful career. Um, You talk about the same topics that we all love, which would be Bravo, Housewives, pop culture, and you're doing the damn thing. Now, where I want to go into this is, obviously, um, we've been doing a lot of podcast interviews, and I think that this one is going to take place um, this week only because you are like one of the Housewives whisperers. And I get this shit from Jason all the time because Jason and I, at the end of the night, we go our separate ways in the sense of he jumps on calls, I jump on calls. And I'm on. I was going to say, where was that going? No, 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 no. (laughs) But I'm on the phone with like, it's like Kelly Dodd, then Jen Shaw, then Meredith Marks, and then, you know, like some of the New York women in Miami. And it's like, I'm like all over the place. And Jason's like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'm like, I have no idea. But you know, it like gets me to leave you alone. But for you, you have such close relationships with the Potomac women and also Carlos King, which I think he has such an interesting background as it is. But 
how, where, when, when did we begin this journey? You know, I, when I lived in LA, I worked at After Buzz TV. Okay. And that's where I really learned a lot about, you know, doing recaps. And I remember when I first started there being so, I think, almost overwhelmed because, you know, we did panels back at that point in time. So there's usually like four people there, right? And so my first Housewives panel was Raw Housewives of Dallas, the first season. And I remember at one point there was like, it was just me and someone else doing it. And then I had to do it by myself. I had to host a whole hour by myself. And I was like, can I talk for an hour alone? And lo and behold, it was one of my favorite things to do. So that's kind of where I got my start with all of this from. And it just kind of spiraled from there. I mean, one of our first interviews was Giselle Bryant from Potomac. Um, the next one was actually Candace. Wow. When her first season. And then I was working on Monique. And then I ended up moving to Miami. So our schedules just didn't align, right? And so come to find out, Monique is best friends with one of my best friends. And I had no idea that we would become such good friends. But Monique is just one of those types of people that when she meets you, she welcomes you into her life with open arms, which I think kind of hurt her in some respects on the show, because I felt like she was truly looking for that level of friendship and and kinship with, with people in general, because that's who she is. And unfortunately, I don't think she realized what the show really was truly about. And so I think there was maybe a little bit of a a clash between her expectation and the actual reality. But in real life, she is just a giver. And so that's just an example of how it happens. And I think that you guys kind of can connect with that. You sometimes interview people and you don't expect to connect with them. And then suddenly you're like, Wait, how am I? How are we talking like days and weeks later? Like, you know, and it just, it just, you can't help who you connect with, but it does sometimes make it difficult because not everyone understands what we do. Um, Monique is, and I would say Carlos is the same way. Carlos is a great example of this. He is someone who says, if you got to talk about me, go right ahead. Because what he also understands is, about me is that when I'm talking about these people, I'm not coming from a malicious place. I'm simply talking about what it is that we see on the show and on social media. And I leave it at that. Right. You know, since you spoke to that, I do want to say our interactions, especially with um, Chris and Monique have been nothing but absolutely incredible. And I mean, I learned how to smoke a cigar with Monique. Yes. Yes. She taught me to smoke a cigar and, See, and, and showed it's, me. It's, <laughs> and we yeah, had no, conversations I mean, like, about you good. too. And she even said she like went on and she was just boasting about how incredible you've been throughout her, I guess, time on The Real Housewives. And you know what was interesting to me was, you know, the backlash. I guess it's not even was, it is. It's still the backlash of like, sometimes we watch these shows and we understand, I think, more and more as time goes on, that editing plays a big role into how 
certain specific characters on the shows are perceived, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get to commentating on them and then we meet them in real life and we're like, oh shit, this was not (laughs) supposed to happen. And I just just witnessed this at BravoCon because I had Chris Bassett try to, we had a Twitter rant, kind of a feud between me, Chris and Candace. And it was so uncomfortable. And I hate Twitter for this reason, because it's just like such an aggressive platform, I feel. And we're going back and forth. And he's like, let's do a celebrity boxing match for charity. And I'm like, I don't know who the celebrity is. Like, it's not me. And it's (laughs) definitely not you. But then I walked up to him at BravoCon. And he's like, if I ever see you, you know, something to the effect of like, you're done. And I walked up and I was feeling froggy. I was with Emily D. Baker. And I was like, hi. I'm Adam. I think last time we spoke, you said if you saw me, something to the effect you might punch me in the face. Um, uh, I just wanted to introduce myself. And I, th- now I look back and I'm like, who the fuck did I think I was? Like, to, <laughs> But I was feeling froggy and I'm like, you know what? That conversation panned out to be an incredible moment for not only me with Chris, but then later in that night, I introduced Jason to Candace. And it was a great conversation. Like I was able to kind of mend fences and repair that, which I thought was great. But for you, you're watching The Real Housewives of Potomac. Your YouTube channel is just super successful. And your recaps are incredible. And you have a lot of opinions, right? Mm -hmm. The Sky Squad comes through and they encourage you, but they also sometimes challenge you on things. And I've noticed that with your live chat, like not everyone is going to share the same opinions, but I think this is where we get into the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I know Jason has a few questions, but I want to kick us off by asking you, what are your thoughts on the current season? Like if you could rate it a 1 to 10, 10 being the highest, like how are you feeling? Um, I'm going to give it a 10, a a very solid 10. I I would almost give it an 11 if I could. Um, it's entertaining me. I feel like every week I don't know what to expect. Um, certain things I do. Uh, listen, certain characters, I know what to expect from them. Right. But with what the editors are able to do with the footage that they have and with the women, it is literally every episode. There are so there's so much to unpack. And it's been a while since we've had a show like that. Well, I take that back. Beverly Hills gave me the same vibes. But Beverly Hills triggered me in a different way. I was almost like stress watching Beverly Hills. But I I do tend to watch Potomac with a bit more amusement, although I was a bit triggered by a lot of things that happened in this most recent episode. Mm, Okay. Can you? Okay. So before we get into that, because I do want to ask you about that, you know, the whole, especially this whole Wendy and Mia situation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How do you think out of every season of Real Housewives of Potomac, because you have a pretty good knowledge of Potomac. How do you feel like this cast in particular compares to previous seasons? And do you think there's any changes that need to be made, let's say, going into next season? I know we're not even halfway through this season, but would you need to, would you want to change any of the cast? Mm, At this moment, I would not. No, I I would keep the cast because I still need to see. I mean, this season has provided us with so many twists and turns and it's only been seven episodes. Right. And so to me, I'm just waiting for the the next twist to arrive because I know it's coming. Um, And I want to see where the season shakes out and how it how it ends and how people either resolve their conflicts or don't resolve their conflicts. And I think that's going to be a good marker of 
what I think needs to happen in the seasons moving forward. Um, what I do enjoy that they've currently started to really, I think, emphasize is, you know, this this or adding an element of friends. Um, mm. We have Sharice, who's back as an OG. And I think that's kind of like a good bit of nostalgia because I feel like she's she knows the group. You know what I mean? Um, and then throwing in Jacqueline, uh, who is is still a mystery in terms of where this friendship with her and Mia is about to go. I'm interested to see, and I feel like the producers have been giving us breadcrumbs as to how this is going to fall apart. But um, I think it's I'm I'm I I enjoy this cast right now. There there you know this is one show, and I tell Adam this all the time. I really don't like jumping on with like recaps with him for like two shows. Potomac and Jersey, because I actually really enjoy watching those shows and I look forward to Sunday nights for this reason. But I do think you're right. Like, I really like this cast right now where we're sitting and, and adding Sharice back into the mix kind of gives, I, I don't know, Karen, like a little something, you know, mm-hmm. on her shoulder. And, and it's it's kind of, it's it's really fun to watch. Be careful really because Richie loves him some Karen. I love some, I was about to wear I, her sweatshirt I, I, I got at BravoCon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that shit's I, nice. I do love Karen, but you know what else I enjoy about this season? Everyone has a foil. And what I mean by that is like everyone, like, you know, there's the Wendy and versus Robin of it all. There's the Wendy versus uh, Mia of it all. There's the still there's a Karen and Giselle thing, but there's a Karen and Sharice. There is Ashley and Candace. It's almost kind of like there's this interesting balance of of feuds that we have to look forward to every episode. And they kind of just keep changing as the episodes go by. So I think that's also what it reminds me of old school, like not old school. I should say season seven through 10 of New York. Okay. Mm, Okay. I have three sort of, and I always like to save these for the end, but I'm itching here. (laughs) Richie Uh DJ, Uh Richie sky. I'm Uh itching. Okay. I have three sort of rapid fire questions to ask you because I'm just curious to pick your brain and I love your recaps. We, at the end of every single season, unfortunately, there's always one and it's Robin and Robin is being (laughs) taken out of the situation. She's fired from the cast. It's every season, right? Those are the rumors. My question for you is, I guess two things in this question, like two sub questions. One, do you think she compliments the cast? Robin? Yes. <sighs> this oh. is an interesting question for this season. And and I, I, I want to give you a rapid fire answer, but I think it's kind of a little bit of a longer answer. Yeah. Um, this season, I feel like she's a bit more activated than previous seasons. I don't know if it was a thing where the producer said, hey, um, it's now or never. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need to see some action. <laughs> And so it feels like she's extra activated this season. Um, so right now I'm I'm gonna give her uh yeah, like let's let's keep her around and see what else she does. But you know, this whole Juan and 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 Robin thing, it's it's give me the real on it or or don't or don't give me anything. It's been right. going for so long. And I you know, sorry, Adam, I'm interrupting the rapid no. fire too, because Robin yeah. has been something I'm someone I've been consistently kind of why? Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? And I have to agree with you. This season, I'm like, this she's is a different activated. Robin. She that's the best that's the best term to use is she's extra activated. 
But now my next question for you, um, because I did two sub questions within the same question, but for Giselle, I always love, you know, I love our housewives duos, but Mm -hmm. then I also love when our housewives are separated. Like Kyle and Teddy from Beverly Hills, they would just undeniably like support (laughs) each other. Right. And it's kind of like, what are we doing? Like at least Tamara and Vicky, they would be like, it's us against the world. And then they would just, that's my opinion. And just rip (laughs) each other apart. But then I see Giselle and I'm like, Giselle, sometimes I personally feel that you don't necessarily have to put yourself in the mix because you have that fallback person who is Robin that will always have your back. And I would love to see her stand alone. If you could choose going into this season, because we don't know, we want to see how how our housewives perform this season. But going into this season, if you could have like had the decision to choose Giselle as a standalone or keep Robin and see how they play off of each other, which really it's always them against the world, which one would have been more fascinating for you to see? Hmm. Mm. That's a really good question. To be honest with you, I almost feel like we've somewhat had that a little bit, right? Because when the whole Chris Bassett thing came about, you have Giselle telling us one story and Robin is not buying it. Right. And Robin Robin heard about this from the beginning. So I appreciated that Robin stood her ground and stood firm in what she believed, at least initially. But I think what happens with Robin over time is that at some point she tends to just simply acquiesce to whatever Giselle says or does. So to me, I think the more fascinating character is Giselle. But I do think the more aggressive character is Robin. Wow. Okay. And then my next, I mean, that was a great answer. I feel like we still have to kind of like, guys, I understand this is like, we're at one of those. No, it's like, we're at, we're at one of those fucking theme parks, like animal kingdom or some shit. And we're like going through the sand, trying to find dinosaur bones with that answer. And I get that, but I think it was a very, very well worded answer. And now my next question for you is Sharice and Mia, you're shady as hell, but Sharice with the eyelashes hanging down low and whatever, and not oh giving my a God, shit. That was hilarious. It was so funny. We know that you and Karen have a great relationship, so I don't want to mm-hmm. hinder anything like that. However, some would say that Karen wasn't so excited about the fact that Sharice was coming in because she potentially could have some knowledge on something that wasn't necessarily in Karen's favor, like blue eyes. However, in my mind, I'm looking at this from both perspectives. I love to play devil's advocate. And I'm like, no, if I write somebody off and all of a sudden you're now knocking on my door or giving me a phone call it, because you're filming, it feels very opportunistic, right? As opposed to I'm trying to run from you in my truth and I don't want that out there. So I'm like hiding, which is what Giselle is alluding to. What do you think the real disconnect is between Sharice and Karen? What I, um, well, two things. The first thing is, let me just use you guys as as an example. Yeah. If I knew that you guys knew something about me and I didn't want it out, I'm not running from you. I'm going to make sure 
that I'm as close to you as I possibly can be so that you never tell whatever that secret is. Right. So I'm not going to piss you off. I am going to keep you in my back pocket. I am going to make sure that our friendship is rock solid because mm-hmm. I don't that's what I would think. So it doesn't make sense to me that I that you would push someone away and risk jeopardizing them simp outing all of these secrets by being rude to them. Right. That's number 1. And okay. so number 2, I think that I think that Karen, based on the previews for this season and some things that Karen has alluded to in some of her, she has a YouTube page. I don't know if, you, if people know that, but um, I think that there is something to do with something that Sharice has done um, that we have not heard from Karen just yet. Okay. Okay. So then that's probably alluded to in um, the YouTube page, but all right. So next before, because I know that Jason has some burning questions as well. Uh-huh. If you had, and I think that we can all decide a person, right? Like before BravoCon and my makeup with Mr. Chris Bassett and Candace mm-hmm. Diller Bassett herself, I would have been like, she's not necessarily my favorite, but I understand why she's on the show. I get mm-hmm. it. She has great reads, great confessionals. Not today, neck. Not today, <laughs> legs. Or forehead, and I'm like, oh shit, she's a wordsmith, and I totally get it. But if you had to look at the current cast and decide who the strongest and the weakest link might be at the moment from where we're where we're at, and we know that things, with this question, geez. I know it's a little shady, Ooh. but listen, I don't think it's that shady because we pivot throughout the entire season, like people come through and show colors. So I'm wondering where we are today in the first seven episodes where is your head at can i call this person an mvp then yeah yeah i'll call them an mvp ashley worst no i'm gonna give her the most valuable player right oh okay i was about to say like wait is she a former mvp okay we are so on the same page today this makes me excited just to listen to someone confirm my my thoughts of this season so far Ashley has been very busy this season. <laughs> yeah. She's securing she, the bag. She has been like a tornado up and through everyone's story while also carrying her own. Okay. Um, and I didn't I didn't have that thought until you just asked that question. And I had to really think really quickly who's been working. Ashley has been working this yeah. season. Um, and maybe it was because in the previous season, she was expecting. So we didn't get as much of that old Ashley. But Ashley is back. It's so, To be fair, to chime into what you're saying really quick, that's why I really enjoyed um, Eva Marcel on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Because I was like, on your t- like within your time on the show, you were always pregnant. That was a different Eva. That was the Eva that I wanted. Yes. And that I felt like was always there, but we just never got. But she was like, I'm pregnant. Fuck off. Like, and <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that. It, 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 that was a fact <laughs> of life. I mean, and so to be honest with you, I feel like looking back, I was against it at the time, but I feel like she might, she might deserve another season, but I don't think she's, I don't think she's into that world anymore. Right. 
Well, that's true. But hold on. We're not letting you off the line there, okay. DJ okay. Richie Sky. <laughs> DJ Richie Sky. <laughs> we have the cast member who's not giving it all to you. Not necessarily, guys, we never want anyone to be fired. That's not what we're asking for. But the person who is in the first few episodes performing the least, which, mind you, I said this at the beginning of this question, that could always change. The housewives are full of twists and turns. It happens every day or technically every week. The person that's giving us the least, this is going to surprise you. So um, right now, Karen, I could. I mean, listen, I can see that, though. I don't I don't think this is going to be the entirety of the season. No, I don't think it's going to be the entirety of the season. And here's why I say that. Um, She's been the most neutral party thus far. Mm hmm. As I watch the show, I often feel like she's on her own show because of there is. I mean, if when you go back through the season and I said it a couple of times, I feel like Karen's on a different show. Like what? Where is she in the mix with all of this? And I think it's also because and I'm saying this because we don't know what her what her beef is with Sharice yet. We don't right. know what that issue is. And. I'm looking forward to seeing Karen get activated. And I think it's also, too, because she's coming off of doing her own separate show. So in terms of it being who's giving us the least, I would say Karen. But I don't think she's the weakest person. I just think that if you're looking at who's given us the least this season, I have to give you my honest, objective opinion. And it would be Karen. I think we're going to get more. But for right now, I think she's playing the middle ground. Okay. Hmm. And then... You know, to be fair, too, I was going to ask you, but I think you answered this. I think that when a housewife like Candy Burris, I'm thinking about housewives who have gotten their own shows like Candy Burris, LVP, uh, Portia Williams, and then sort of, I believe it was two episodes with um, Karen Huger. I think that that might give you a different level of confidence in the way that you navigate. And I think Mm -hmm. it might kind of feel make you feel like you're secure and set apart. but. You're never secure in the housewives world. Never, right? never. But I think that's why Sharice is there. And, and <laughs> listen, like you said, this word activate, I almost like I'm thinking about Andy Cohen. Watch what happens live. Whenever you see this word, take a drink. And I'm like, activate. That's that bitch. That's the word. But for me going into it too, I'm, I'm wondering from your point of view, have you ever seen a friend of on the Real Housewives of Potomac that you really thought in your mind wholeheartedly, what the fuck? Why did we not make her a Real Housewife? Mm, this is difficult because I feel like I know of so many women that have kind of been on the peripheral of the show that almost got casted, didn't get casted. Um, I think... If I were to give anyone that opportunity, I would love to I would love to say I would want to bring back Katie because I think there is a wild card factor there. But I would then actually choose a Scala and I'm going to tell you why. Uh Oh. I do think that had Escala been there last night uh, for the episode that just aired that and this was my my statement in my in my own review. I think that someone should have gotten Wendy out of there. I I agree. I mean, everyone if, kind of just. Yeah. 
Sorry. If, if, I love this. I, no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and here's the thing. Adam, Jason, either one of y'all, if we're at dinner, someone throws a drink at you. Mm. I'm, t- I'm getting you out of the restaurant. I'm taking you out because of this simple fact right here. The moment you react, it's going to be everywhere. Yep. So I'm not going to allow you to risk your reputation or any of that for the sake of television. Right. Now, if you decide to go back in there <laughs> after I got <laughs> that you will out, be on you. <laughs> that's going to be on you. But my, my first thought is, let me get you out of here because um, it would also defuse the situation. Right. Right. There was no one there diffusing the situation on either end re- to really. I mean, when you think about it, because in order to diffuse it, you've got to separate these two for the rest of the night. I mean, and so I, feel like, face. I was like, I'm oh. sitting here. Yeah, no, I'm sitting here watching it, too. And I'm, I'm thinking the same thing, because if you threw a drink at me like it, it's over and then you saw a lot of stuff on Twitter. Or I, I went through Twitter this morning, which I hate doing. I hate Twitter so much. But I went through uh, Twitter. I stay away from there. It's awful. <laughs> um, it, it's really, it really is awful. <laughs> but I'm going through it's Twitter and it's like, place. well, Wendy's antagonizing her. And I'm like, okay, if you threw a drink at me, that probably would have been the least I would have done. So I have to give props to Wendy. But then we have, you know, Robin sitting there just recording everything and putting that in her face. And I thought that was antagonistic. Can I tell you that was the most disgusting thing? I feel like I've ever seen. She is now and a it's, blogger. It's 100%. It's, you know, <laughs> but it, it, it goes beyond that. You know what it feels like to me? Because there's already cameras there. So why are you recording? But right. beyond that, it reminds me of those people that take videos of fights in the mall and they're just going to reshare it to their own social media. It's not like you're handing it over to the police as evidence. You know what I'm saying? Which could be a different thing, right? You are using like you're it, it it's it's very voyeuristic of 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 something that should not be I don't know escalated and right. then to 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 add fire to that she's telling Wendy either fight or don't fight while holding a camera it's so high school and I cannot believe a grown adult is instigating an altercation this way when two years ago she and church lady were above it all i mean to be fair i don't know and this is something i'm going to ask you this is something that i deal with i'm literally dealing with it right now where i've had people and friends and it really helps me weed out i have a tight tight circle of people Mm -hmm. that i deal with or F with if I wanted to be like millennial about it. But I have a tight circle that I deal with. And I was speaking to a friend or with a friend um, a couple months ago and we were having a conversation. And the first thing that they did was held their phone up and they said, I'm recording this so I can reference it tomorrow. And I said, my comp, I'm done. I'm not communicating with you. You're not going to sit here and record me. I don't like that. I feel like the whole purpose of recording me is to use that 
use that footage and weaponize it against me. And that's not something like, I am not going to encourage it. I'm not going to partake in it. And I'm not going to... Like, you're crazy. There's no fucking way. Yeah. I have never had that happen to me before. Really? Oh, my God. No. That that comparison that you were talking about, though, like when they're, they're holding the phone up at the mall and saying like, either people are cheering it on or like, no, don't fight. But here, I have my phone up, you know. That like, bothered me a lot. It, it 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 just, you know, because we see so much of it on social media already. And I just kind of feel like in light of just some things that I've seen recently, I just felt like, man, like that was just disappointing for me, for Robin. Could you try to understand it from a different perspective in the sense that Robin might feel like the editors... Um, or the producers might turn the situation into something it's not. And she was trying to have receipts in case it was portrayed a different way. Or are you like, no, not at all. I think it's still just like, it's not something that I would have done. Um, it's not something I would have done. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm willing to be open. I, I'm, I don't ever want to be um, the type of person in on this platform. And I think that's why I love having the channels that we have and doing the lives when we do them because that introduced a totally different perspective for me. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm open to it. It's just the initial shock of seeing it. That's how it made me feel. That's oh, fair. I do want to push off of housewives just, just a bit because I do have some questions for Richie and I know, listen, your time is precious. I know you yeah. have a lot of shit going on. I'll shut my just mouth. Like, I'll like, shut my <laughs> mouth. And let's it, ask Richie. I question. think it's a it's a Listen, great perspective I, to I'm have. I'm here. And, I am here. So you guys ask whatever you want. Well, just from like you said, from when you started to the platform you've created, what what told you like I'm going to do YouTube? And when did that start? And how? What was the process of building your community? Well, I think really it started again. Like I said, at After Buzz TV, I was uh, there. I have to give props to. Maria Menounos and her uh, and her partner Kevin Undergaro, he was my mentor, and he told me he laid out a plan for me for what to do. I ended up getting a job at a um, on a morning news show in Miami, so I moved there, and I learned a lot in that experience, and I also learned a lot about how um, that industry works in terms of how pe- how people can go in and out of that industry really really quickly. And so the show moved to Orlando and they didn't tell me or my co-host until the last day. My co-host, oddly enough, was Anna Kinkosis from The Real Housewives of Miami um, season two. Oh, yeah. So um, we were just kind of looking at each other like, wait, did this just happen to us? And you know, we've just been close ever since. Honestly, she's one of my favorite people. Um, but we had, I had had Funky Dineva on the show to reference, you know, just to talk some hot topics at one point. And he's the person who really, um, pushed me into not really pushed me, but encouraged me to, um, go to YouTube because that's where he was. And he was like, it's a great platform. And I first started with kind of like doing some blogs about the behind the scenes of working at a new studio. And then I, said, okay, well, let me talk about something I'm actually interested in, which is what I was talking about at After Buzz TV and what I sometimes talked about, you know, on the morning show, which was Housewives. Right. And so literally the first one or two videos I had, it was like the, maybe the second video, I think, it went viral. It was a nine-minute video. 
worst video I've ever done. And I, did it. I was I was I was literally in a rush and I did it on my phone and I just uploaded it and went out to dinner. And then I looked at the numbers and I was like, oh, oh shit. OK. Oh, wow. OK. Maybe I need to do this from my phone more often. Did you think that? <laughs> you know, honestly, it was just at that moment, I, I just knew that I had a love for Housewives. I'd been doing it for a long time. They they uh, luckily they allowed me to talk about it on the morning show. So I just felt like I was just continuing doing what I was always doing. And I was doing the thing that brought me joy. I think I just doubled down at that point. I said, okay, I'm going to just continue to do this. And as I grew into it, I, I learned a lot of lessons about how to do it. I feel like the right way for me. Okay. So on the opposite spectrum of this, what are some, because I'm always interested, you know, when other content creators have stories about different obstacles and things they've had to overcome. What have some of those hurdles been in, in let's say building a community and in managing? Um, Cause I mean, people think that what we do is, is just for fun, right? This is right. just like a hobby. It's fun, but it is a lot of work, especially to pump out the amount of content that I think we all do. What have been some of the hurdles that you've had to overcome and how have you been able to kind of get past that? One of the first things that I think that, um, Q, aka Funky, doesn't even told me was um, avoid drama, and so that was the I think I one of the them. <laughs> that was one of the first things because here's the thing he's you know he was like I had a situation where there was another creator when I, I remember when I first started someone was someone sent me something actually a couple of people sent me something that this person said about me. And I remember being just so heartbroken because in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, when I worked in the in the news, like I, I had someone there who I felt like was trying to sabotage me. And so I knew in whatever else I did, I would never be that type of person. Right. So when I saw that people were sending me this, I literally went, I, I went to Q, uh, well, Funky Daniva, as most people know him. And I said, you know, what do I do? And he was like, don't respond to that. He was like, you know, at the end of the day, you, you focus on your focus. And that's it. And that's all I've ever done. From that point forward, I said, it doesn't matter to me if there's another creator that doesn't like what I'm doing or saying. That's their business. They're entitled to their opinion. Right. But my focus is housewives. And so I'm going to keep it on that. Um, I think that's been a hurdle. Um, lately, the hurdle has been, as and as I'm sure you guys may have experienced this too, the more you get into this and the more you um, get to know housewives or producers or anything like that, when a story comes up about them and you have to talk about them, walking the fine line of giving an honest you know, feedback or criticism about the situation while also still hoping that you can maintain that relationship. And for me, it's not trying to maintain a relationship because it gains me access to something. It is maintaining the relationship because I care about people. Right. hundred percent. This could all, you know what I'm saying? Like I could walk away from YouTube or content creation, but you you don't walk away from people. Right. 
But I also feel like you did an incredible job in the way that you navigated the conversation about Karen. But to be fair, you know, realistically, Jason and I know exactly what you're talking about. You know, I think that unfortunately there becomes this disconnect when you're working with other people and what the job actually is and what's not real. And I think that people like to chime in like, Jason right now, Jason and I right now are being um, questioned about like, we're talking about getting married. We're getting married next month. So we're getting married. Oh my, are you serious? Yes. Courthouse. Yes. Congratulations. We're going to do, well, we do the ceremony later, but yeah. Yes, we're doing the ceremony later, but we were very open about the fact that, you know, we're buying a house. We're putting it in one person's name. We're I'm getting so a excited. prenup. And we, I think we sometimes talk about too much. Mm-hmm. And then it's like all of a sudden weaponized against us, but it's like, you can't, and it's by the people that you really respect the most, which is wild to me. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can't weaponize something that we were so vulnerable about, like a prenup. Sure. That serves both Jason and I, that's not one-sided that like makes sure that God forbid this doesn't work out. We're protected. And then like other things and how we navigate our relationship I understand that we're doing YouTube just like you are podcasting or whatever the case is. And we're commentating on our favorite housewives. However, there are certain elements that we don't necessarily have to explain. So it makes it sometimes challenging in like who you want to overshare with and how you overshare or how you share in general. when, When Adam got into YouTube, I never expected there was kind of like other maybe like content creators or other fans of different people you're talking about who actually want to see you fail or and I thought I thought okay this is gonna be like you know playing Candyland this will be so much fun and people fun. Will comment when they want and it is just it can get very vicious but I have to say you know we've been through some of those like riffs with with people and and stuff like that and it always just gets you to a, a higher level and a higher level in a sense of just not caring so much like you said focus on you your community what you do, all of those people come to listen to you talk about what the information you're giving them. You can't and play in the sandbox. You can't play in the sandbox. You just keep no. elevating but yourself. Also, Jason, we-, we fucked up because Richie preserves his marriage and like it's oh, protected. We, we're such it, an open book at this point. I feel and, like this. And that's <laughs> why like, that's why we're fucked. And the whole, the whole idea of like, we have people weaponizing shit against us. It's because we're too much of an open book. But hold on. Let's turn the mic over to Richie. Yes. I want to say, first of all, congratulations. I, 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 for, I'm, I'm a cancer, so I'm emotional. I love love. And Adam. I love the fact that you guys are able to share that because for as much criticism as you may get for a certain thing, there, I am sure, is an equal amount of love that you get as well. Absolutely. And so I always look at it like this. When I see a negative comment, it, it just, you know, sometimes you just want to, oh, you just want to respond and you know you could cut that person. But then I think about all the people that I never got a chance to respond to that said something amazing. And so I would be remiss if I responded to that and I didn't respond to all the love that I received. So for me, I hope that you guys can take that as well, because what you're doing is awesome. And there's nothing wrong with sharing 
how you guys maneuver because it will encourage someone else in their own relationship to maybe even be more open and to work through some of these things that you guys are able to be transparent and work through. And the cool thing is you can choose, you choose what you, what you share and they don't know the ins and outs. They only know what, what you give them. Right. So I just feel like, um, don't change a thing. I love that you guys work together. I think it's amazing. And to have a partnership where you guys can share a certain space and still be individuals, I think is amazing. Yeah. I appreciate that. I love that. That whole thing about the comments. Richie has great that energy. Really like, yeah. I always say this, Jason. He has great energy. And no, I just know, love looking at it like that. It's like, why am I responding to this and not the yes. love I'm and it, you know, I'm receiving? It's it's no, and to piggyback off of what you're saying too, it's like it's so true too. It's like I think that it's not just in the um world of YouTube or podcasting. I I think that this should be implemented in all aspects of life because no matter where we are or where we go, I don't care if you're working at a gas station or if you are a huge exec, a CEO or a YouTuber, you're going to have negative situations. Mm -hmm. You're going to have positive ones and you get to decide where you stand in those situations, like what you give your all to your energy to and how that's going to affect your day. And I think it's so important to just be above it all. And now there's another question that i have for you because i know i know i don't i love stop. it i love it i love okay. it okay <laughs> i wanted to ask you like moving forward we know that we've had you on youtube and we've had you at um at so many different media outlets but like if this is not okay to talk about you can totally let us know and we're yeah. pre-recorded so we can cut it but you and I have been meaning to have a conversation and we haven't got to have that conversation yet. And it's about you potentially doing live shows. Like, again, mm-hmm. we can cut this. No, uh, let's keep it. Let's keep it. Okay. I love Adam's like, we can cut this, but I want to talk about it. No, but I do want to talk about it. I would, I would fucking cut it anyways because I want to have the conversation. We've been trying to have it for... No, we have been. We have been. It's, and it's just been like life. Yes. Yeah. Life has just we hit understand. us. But, you know, like for you, is that the next like kind of challenging yourself moment would be the the live shows or is that like what would be behind that because i know what it what it meant for me i'm curious what that is for you the wonderful thing i feel like that i get to do every time i go live is i get to talk to an amazing amount of people from all over the world um there is no other career that I think that you can touch so many people and they can touch you right back in a, in a way that is, I don't take it for granted ever. Like right. every, like every time I'm going live, there's a rush of excitement that I get because I'm getting to talk to my people who understand me. And as a result, I've become more of myself. If that makes any sense, I've learned more 100%. about myself. Like I, and it's and it. And I think you guys can sort of understand it. Like, you become more comfortable with yourself because you realize there are people that connect with you that you like, I found my people, you know what I mean? Right. So um, having said that, I think it would just be amazing to be able to, and I had this experience at, at your live event of just being able to talk to people that, that know us, that comment on our, on our videos. And I just think it would be a nice way to get in touch with those people who are, 
so supportive and find a way to give back in person. Um, also, I used to DJ. So I am, uh, I, there's an element of me that misses the interaction. crowd interaction. Like, yeah. You know, and throwing a party because when I went to your guys' event, it felt like a party. That's, I mean, it really felt like a party. It, it was so much great energy. And so people have been asking me about doing it, but I am also a little bit of an introvert, which is odd. And I always wonder. <laughs> You're like, a cancer. I, I know, right? So you only it, come out when you, course, yeah, yeah, right? absolutely. Um, but you ask yourself, like, would anybody really come to see me? Because even when I'm doing a video, I'm like, Yo, like it's people in the room. Like, really? Like, it's I still get that feeling. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I want to do it. Um, and I feel like it's been in my mind for a while. So I did want to know from you, like, what were the pros and the cons? And like, what are the not to do's and the oh, definitely do this? Like, I did I can do I, want that advice. Can I, I jump in on that really quick? Yeah. Because we will have a whole different conversation, or I'm sure you and Adam will have a whole different conversation off the podcast, but I just want to say it was the most incredible experience. Like we spent a month going to three cities and to meet the people that you interact with and talk to all the time, it just brings a whole new level of connection Mm -hmm. and fun. And I think the way that we decided to do it is to kind of, you know, you don't also want to go out and, you know, you're, you're taking a night out, you're buying a ticket for an event. You don't just want to sit there and watch someone talk. You want to enjoy the party before and the party after. And we want to hang out with you. You know, so I think that was what was really fun, especially in LA, just became an all night event. And it was so fun. You really do feel the love from Mm. from meeting these people that, you know, what's so funny is when we did our event in New York and, and you came up for it, I had friends, they don't watch Adam, but they knew who you were. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> legit. And they helped us out. I swear to God, Richie, legit. And they helped us. They came to LA and helped us. And they they did not. They never watched me, but they knew exactly who you were. And they were like huge, huge fans. So once yeah. they found out, they live in DC and they actually came up because only because you, you were, were gonna yeah oh my yes, god you were going so to be crazy. in the show and not you know, because they're my best friends since i was like yes. 10 years old no not that i do have to say you know like if it comes to some of the pros and cons of it all i didn't there were a few things one i think that it's so important um who you align yourself with when you do something like that right because mm-hmm. it's all about the journey of it and for me personally one of my biggest um things that i was the most afraid of it would be public speaking. And I was so nervous. So this was a challenge for me really? because I'm like, yes. Oh my you know, God. I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, but you both were so amazing at it. Oh, thank you. No, I was, <laughs> I was terrified and I was like shitting myself. I was like, there is <laughs> no way that I'm going to be able to do this. But also, you know, I was told by a couple of people who were close to me um, you know, don't, you don't want to give too much to the people who are coming to the show and like, you need to separate yourself and not give, you know, too much energy and like, you can't overshare and you have to be above that. And I'm like, I'm not fucking Angelina Jolie. These people, once I started hearing the stories and I was doing the Stefan repeat, um, and we're sitting there talking to people who are visiting, it was, we're from Oklahoma, we're from Minnesota. We flew in from California. 
We flew in from here. It's our anniversary. We're spending our anniversary with you. It's our birthday. And all of those moments touched me to where I was like, I don't give a shit if you think or whatever in your mind for like some people who thought that like you shouldn't, you know, over interact with the subscribers or the guests or the community that you built. In my mind, I was like, guys, it's game on. Let's play before party, (laughs) during the show, after party. Where are we getting drinks after? I just thought it was such an amazing way to connect with the community that we built together because I'm like, I'm literally selling them short if I say I built this community on my own. This was a group effort. And this is to me, like now you have the Sky Squad my community calls themselves the Adams family. And it's just that it's like a family. So I'm like, let's fucking do it. There's 40 of us. We need to find a restaurant. I'll call around. Let's go grab drinks. Like, let's go play. And I love that about them because who, I mean, like you said, when people watch or listen to your shows or episodes or videos, or are they going to show up for a DJ set or something like that? Like it kind of still throws you back. But when I have people telling me that they're spending their birthdays, their anniversaries are flying in, I'm like... It's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm so grateful. And I just like, if you're flying in, let's make it worth it and let's play. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So... That DJ set at the end of the night sounds really hot though. Yes, 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 yes. That would be really (laughs) fucking cool. I got to tell you guys, also, Margaret Josephs was a sweetheart. Yes. Yeah. Well, number one, I had no idea she'd even know who I was. But just to have like a nice, I mean, just a quick like conversation. She was so intimate, so personable. And when you meet people and they don't have to be like that, it, it just, you remember it. Mm-hmm. You remember You guys those were things. off to the side for a minute, right? Yeah, we yeah. Like we were just, yeah. just talking and, you know, I'm not a picture taker or anything like that. I don't even know if we, I think some, I think one of maybe somebody that was with her got a picture of us, but I just, it was just an in the moment type of situation that I'm like, I'm talking to Margaret Josephs and she's absolutely amazing. And those were the things that I, those were the memories that I left with. So I can only imagine with the people who came to all of the shows or at least, or, or just sat in the audience, what they felt. And I want to just, I want to be able to give that feeling. And I also want to say this. I think something that you guys did is a testament and something you said earlier. And the reason why I never can understand conflict with other creators. And I would, if someone even even said something negative about another creator in my live chat, I'm going to block them. Right. Because of this right here. You said someone that did not even watch your channel that watched me came to the show. Mm -hmm. That tells us that there is enough space in this, on this platform for everyone, because you can fall in love with one creator. You can fall in love with another and get something completely different. And I know for myself, the things that I watch, I'm a Marvel geek. So I'm watching movie news when I'm and I'm watching everybody. Okay. Like I have like 16 channels that I'm watching. And and I don't think people realize that there's no need to have any any negativity or any beef because a lot of these people are gonna watch a lot of us. Yeah. And we all have different personalities different um opinions viewpoints different well i like to compare it to you know i'm a huge techie like 
I, you know, even if I don't have or use those products, I love to know about them. Mm-hmm. And there's like maybe 10 people I subscribe to that talk about the same thing, but their exactly. delivery it is very different. But I do like watching all of them, yep. you know, so that it just, yeah, I have to agree with that. Well, okay. listen, DJ Richie Sky. <laughs> I love every time, even if we've just had an intimate 55 minute conversation, DJ Richie Sky, like it doesn't fail. I love it. Go ahead, well, I just didn't want to keep you for too long. We really appreciate you coming here, sharing your stories, your opinions about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are, are my gosh, why am I still saying Beverly Hills? It is over. It's this still is, on your mind. This is the impact it had on my mind. <laughs> yeah. This Beverly is the Hills impact. Has not shit on Potomac unless it's Robin. Uh, then we can no. There, but. but your opinions. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Slight shade. Slight shade. I apologize, Robin. Sorry. Robin Dixon is still on the show, guys. I apologize. <laughs> Robin Dixon has girl. me blocked. It's it's, yeah. it's it's wild. Oh, shit. Oh, Just Lord. kidding. Robin Dixon, you are out. Out. You're <laughs> voted <laughs> off the island, girl. Unreasonably right, shady. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, no. Just really thank you for sharing your stories and the opinions about Real Housewives of Potomac. I am dead on with you right now. I feel like we're watching the same show and it's so nice because sometimes when Adam and I like, you know, we always disagree on certain everything. Yeah. <laughs> So it's really nice. Thank Which you so I much. Which I think is why this is such me. a great idea. Because it's like, I love that you guys are different. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> different is like, that's a cute way to put it. That's very cotton candy. It's like legit. Let's turn off the cameras. And it's like, what the f- did you just say? And you know what, though? I, I used to work in PR. So I, that is a lot of the reasons why I'm, I try to be as politically correct as I possibly can. I try to, but then I'm biased and I'm unbiased. And now there's merch that came out that said, up an asshole, I mean Adam. I mean, like, fuck. I don't know at this point, but I'm just trying to encourage it all. Just give us some royalty. That's fine. Give us some royalty. Make a buck. I understand it's a difference of opinions. I'm okay with that. I I (laughs) will but, But here's the thing. I don't think you're an asshole. Like, No, I know. I've I've never gotten mean bone from you at all. Thank you. And no, I feel like, like I just, you are one I of just, the people that can say that because I think you you guys have collaborated, collaborated on the and off longest. For like, yeah. yeah, like I mean, yeah. just it just a collaboration, but also b like conversations outside of that. It's just like I can't see it. Well, like where is it? Ha- where where is the asshole? If anybody can speak to that, it would be Jason. And Jason's not the one who's launching the merch line. So at this point, there's no credit. If it's Jason, he's like, fuck you, up an asshole, merch going out today. I would be like, oh, shit. I can and then you'd understand be like, that. oh, it's going into the same bank account. And okay, yeah, I was about to say that. It's going to the good. house account? Okay, it's great. It's the house account, yeah. yes. <laughs> Make that money up an asshole merch. But no, I get it. It's weird. But also, like you said earlier, it's like you kind of take it on the chin and like whatever comes, it, you choose. Do we want to give space to the negativity when we're not necessarily acknowledging all of the positive comments? Probably mm-hmm. not. So that's... That's the beauty of it. And we are putting ourselves out on a platform where you get millions of views a month. And that's just the reality of it. And you choose how you're going to interact or engage. And I think that it's completely unproductive to engage in negative anything, whether it's somebody you know, whether it's like subscribers or a community that you've built that you don't necessarily know. I think it's just it's not conducive to a healthy energy environment or a work environment where you are going to continue to thrive. So I personally agree with you in the sense that I'm out, bitch. 
There you go. I read a quote and I think this is like so, so poignant. It's just because someone throws you a ball doesn't mean you have to catch it. Yeah. Wow. Jason, I've thrown you two balls. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I have caught them both. Okay. Okay. We're good. (laughs) Richie, we're going to stop bothering you because now it's just getting ridiculous. But Jason, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I just want to thank you for joining us. And listen, if there are listeners and people who don't know where to find you, I would love for you to shout out your channel and anything else you have going on. Okay. Um, you guys can follow me on everything at DJ Richie Sky. You guys can text me at 202-918-3386. Join the Sky Squad. And you guys will soon be able to pre-order my first book. It's fiction. It's called The Wickedest Wives. You guys can get that tea first. Um, wow. Haven't even told my I haven't even told the Sky Squad yet. So what we're releasing this an hour after we're done. Uh, no. <laughs> because of that. <laughs> Jason, you're so it, it, it'll be up for pre-order um probably within the next couple of weeks. But yeah, oh, so nice. I'm super excited about that. That's amazing. It's, it's Housewives meets Scandal meets Bridgerton. Okay. Now I just want to keep asking you questions. Now <laughs> we're going to yeah. have to have you back to talk about the book when it comes out. We're going to find you're going to be like one of those people like do you remember the guy who um made I don't know if you do or not, but I think it was on Netflix, like about the Royals. And it was like that little like um, family guy style version. Oh, with, that was like, HBO Max. I forgot. HBO was, Max. Like, yes. Did called? you see that? I think what it was Gary Janetti. The Prince. Mm, it, 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 something. The I don't know. Wait, it was something. Yeah, no, but I'm saying he wrote this and oh. he had no idea how popular it was going to be. And then all of a sudden he's like producing it. And then it's like. He's too freaking busy because he's so successful. That is exactly where we're putting DJ Richie Sky. Oh my God. I am Speak it into putting existence. it out. It is, listen, it, it is not only the week of Thanksgiving, it is the week of my best friend. And this is not to be morbid, but she passed last year at the same time. Oh. And she has been so heavy on my mind, but also the biggest so sorry, encourager. Man. Oh my God. No, it's exactly what she wanted in a weird way. It's like for off topic, like kind of. She knew that she wanted to be in heaven with her dad and her boyfriend, but she always encouraged everything. And she was like the biggest supporter. And I can feel it so hard, the energy. And now with you announcing that, I'm like, DJ Richie Sky, go fucking kill this shit because you are going (laughs) up and up and up. And we are so grateful to even have you grace our presence. No, I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. All right. Well, that was DJ Richie Sky. You can find him on YouTube. He is ever present there and such a wealth of entertainment, knowledge and positivity, which we love around here. All right, guys, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your shows. So you don't miss an episode we have coming up. Also, if you want to get involved and be part of the conversation, you can also send your comments, feedback, any questions, which we answer here on the show, to info at hotmessypodcast.com. Until Friday, we will see you soon. Bye, everyone. the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.